Good morning and welcome. It's that time once again. The Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Tuesday, February the 27th. February's over already? Tomorrow. Wow. Jerome Powell testifying in front of Congress. We've got, we'll keep you apprised of all of that and so much more. So much more. But before we do, that's Wendy, by the way. Hi. She's all excited today. I'm excited today. Big announcement. So we are coming to the front range. Yes, we are. Yes. Colorado, we will be there on March 10th. Uh, we're going to have a meet and greet at the station at KHNC. Uh, it'll be from 11 to 2. Catered. Catered lunch. Barbecue luncheon. Come on down, enjoy some food, uh, put a face to the name. Uh, if you want to do business, you uh, buy and sell. We're going to have the the largest amount of product ever yes, we as we go up there. So uh, be ready for that. We'll be in Johnstown at the radio station Saturday, March the 10th, uh, from 11 to 2. Uh, we are going to be uh, showing off our new office that we are going to have inside of the radio station, inside KHNC. Uh, plus, we are going to have a second show. Uh, that pro- The show, uh, I'm going to say we believe uh, will start be, uh, being live on March 12th. Don't quote us on that. We're working with Michael uh, on that. Uh, Sharon and I, as most of you know, we, we've uh, been going back and forth for the last several weeks. We finally got it all put to bed. Uh, got all the uh, I's dotted, the T's crossed. So, Colorado, get ready for a second hour uh, coming sometime mid-March. Uh, but the big news, we are going to be in Johnstown at the station March the 10th. Every, I want everyone everyone come. we got food for everybody. Yes. Come on in, say hello. If you want to do business, we can do that as well. Uh, but uh, Wendy's going to be there as well. So, Wendy's coming with me. Yes. And we're already we're already debating on uh, what we're supposed to wear and all that other stuff. So because it's freezing there, <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Do you have a heavy winter coat?" And I and go, "Why would I have that?" I go, "Because I think it's going to be really cold there." We'll see how it goes, but right. yeah. So we're coming to Colorado. Uh, we've been this has been in the works. Uh, we're getting ready uh, for what we all know is coming, and, and we're going to have everything in place. Uh, as the markets have gone completely nuts. And uh, like I said, Jerome Powell, our new uh, Fed chief, is speaking in front of Congress. they got to do it twice a year by law. So so this is uh, this is the first of two this year. And, and I'll say this. You know, before they, they uh, get to the Fed chief, right, it's in front of the banking committee. And I just, I don't know how these people got on these committees. I mean, Maxine Waters, I, I don't know how this, again, how how all of these people get elected and what they're doing on these committees that they, it's so obvious that they, they're clueless. They have no clue of what's really happening out there, but yet here they are, and, uh, you know, the, the, Democrat, <laughs> the Democrats are trying to say it was all Barack Obama and and the Republicans, it's all Donald Trump, and, and of course, most of us know, you know what, really what we've got here 
is an operation where they're trying to deceive. One of the things that I took out of that as I was writing notes down, uh, they were talking about the unconventional policies of the Federal Reserve. And, and I just started thinking to myself, boy, that's a nice spin, unconventional. Listen, it's flat-out reckless. And somehow they think that they can be super reckless with no consequence. Right? Think about it in, in like uh, uh, with your kid. Right? And with, hey, you keep playing with fire. Right? You're going to get burnt. It's going to happen. And then the Fed chief comes out and talks about how, oh, you know, I think, you know, everything looks okay. Nothing looks too bad. You know, I do see uh, valuations that are still elevated. Right? That, that's code for, yeah, okay, we created a bubble there. That, I mean, that's what that really means. He doesn't say we created a bubble. No. Why would he say that? Of course, what, no. Oh, valuations are elevated. Well, let me ask you, Mr. Fed chief. How did they get elevated? Why did they get elevated? Of course, no one's going to ask that, right? And he called, and he said it was across a range. Yeah, there was a range of asset classes where I saw uh, valuations that are still elevated. Isn't that nice? Do you want to be a little more specific? Any asset class? that you would like to specifically mention, Mr. Fed Chief? No. Nah. I'm not going to tell you that it's in the bond market and in the stock market. I'm not going to tell you that it's, it's really in the debt markets. I mean, let's just call it what it is. The, the range of asset classes has to do with debt. And that's really what they're talking about. And then, of course, he said the fears of signs of rising non-financial leverage. <laughs> Apparently, financial leverage is okay, right? But when it's non-financial leverage, oh, maybe we got a problem there. And again, well, how did this materialize? I mean, you are the Federal Reserve. I mean, are, are you not, are you watching this stuff? I mean, when did you notice these quote-unquote signs and are you actually prepared to do anything about it and of course the answer was well don't want to ask that question right i mean let's let's calm it down right they they're too busy trying to either take credit for or give credit or take credit away from somebody else to actually ask things that are actually important Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 951 I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. I got so excited, I got carried away. The website, allamericangold.com. Uh, Patriot will be up in Johnstown on March the 10th uh, from 11 to 2. We're going to be hosting... A, a, a beat and greet, a catered event. Uh, Wendy's all excited about the food. Oh, actually, I'm excited about the food. Look, we're going to have barbecue there. Uh, come on in and, and join us. Uh, whether you're doing business or just want to say hello, both Wendy and I are both going to be there. Uh, Jason, our, our, one of our new uh, partners, is going to be there as well. You can meet him. Uh, and remember, 
I believe, and we'll get a real firm date on this, but let's you know plan on mid-March, March 12th, give or take uh, a few days there. Uh, we're going to have a second hour in KHNC. It's going to be a, very, a brand new show uh, sponsored by us, but it'll be a brand new show. Uh, and, and it's just going to be just exciting. We're just so excited uh, to finally, after all of these years, we're finally we're going to have a presence there in Colorado. You'll be able to, you know, if you want to pick up product now, you can do all those things. And 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 of course, uh, another way uh, to get a lot of information out to you versus uh, uh, the repeat show, all coming to KHNC. Uh, I look forward to seeing everybody on the 10th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to have some giveaways, so and, and uh, make sure you want to get in on that. Uh, like I said, we're going to have a, all kinds of product there. We're, uh, if you want to buy or sell, uh, we're going to be there for you. Uh, speaking of being there for you, Jerome Powell, our new Fed chief, testifying in front of Congress. This is the first we've actually heard from him. And I'm just laughing at the, you know, and they make such a big deal and of course you know they they sell off gold and silver a little bit not a lot but a little bit because you know they got to pretend like you know this is important and somehow the 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 entire economy of the united states is now dependent upon what they do and you know how did we get there did you ever did you ever think about that i mean this is what they imagined, right? This is what our founding fathers wanted. Hey, I know, let's have a bunch of private academics that claim to be bankers be in complete charge of the entire economy. How did they get this power, right? They Really, when you think about it, they got more power than anybody. They got more power than Congress. They, have more, they certainly got more power than Donald Trump. Right? And, and heaven forbid anybody talks about auditing these guys. And think about the, what did they call it? That's right, non-conventional policy. Reckless, dangerous. These were policies that they were told don't ever do. Right? You know, think back to Adam and Eve, right? Don't eat the apple from the tree, right, in the Garden of Eden. Right? You don't do that, right? That's what they've done. And now they come out and they're trying to tell us, oh, well, you know, we, we, we see uh, valuations are still elevated, you know, across some asset classes. What are you doing about it? Right? And what they're trying to do, here's the walk they're trying to walk. Well, we, we caused those valuations to be elevated. <laughs> For whatever that means, right? Or rat, remember, let's see, we had irrational exuberance, uh, froth, right? All of these words. That now we've got uh, valuations are elevated, and and those are all really, uh, if they were, if the average person was reading that, they're like, okay, well, you know. I see the creeks rising a, a little bit, but you know it's it's not gonna you know it's not gonna break the dam until what happens the dam breaks, and somehow they're going to be able to undo these unconventional policies, and it's going to be just like magic. Yeah, hey, perfect. Now the one thing that that it really I guess got got the markets moving to the downside. 
was that he had strengthened, strengthened his outlook for the economy since December. You think? <laughs> Let's see, what did we agree to? We agreed to add hundreds of billions of dollars in debt to the to the nation in order to get a few tenths on GDP. So, I mean, I'd hope that. I, I, I would hope that it's strengthened. Actually, I was hoping for a little more than that. Wouldn't you? I mean, think about what we gave up. But anyway, that's, they're now, and I don't know, I don't even know who they are, but now they're saying that three rate hikes is now firmly priced in. I don't, again, I guess, right, in this made-for-TV event, uh, this is what they've decided. Apparently, uh, because he uttered the words that he had strengthened his outlook since December, that somehow means three rate hikes. I don't know how. But again, this is it. Right? This is what you want for the United States. Right? We got to sit here and watch this guy come out that none of us had ever heard of up until about six months ago. And somehow the whole fate of the United States economy rests with this guy. Right? It doesn't rest with the, with the American citizen doesn't rest with the small business. We really, when you think about it, you know, look at all of the corporations that are out there and all of these publicly traded companies where the the valuations are slightly elevated. I didn't even use the word slightly. They're elevated, I guess. So uh, a little more than slightly, apparently, right, if, if we're talking Fed speak. And 5 million people? I mean, that's what they're saying got some kind of a, a bump. Five million, that's it. 150 million people in the workforce. Five million. And, and you think about, and we've talked about it very, you know, how Wall Street really doesn't represent Main Street, and yet now that we gave them a tax cut, now it's supposed to? Are we that, are we that stupid? Are we that naive? You know, and you, you sit there and you think about, you know what? What are we talking about? A hundred billion dollars or so a year, maybe a hundred twenty billion in tax breaks, two hundred billion max. I mean, that's all. You know, corporations pay the smallest piece in federal income tax to begin with. And then you start thinking about what what it, what they're really trying to undo. A decade worth of mispricing of debt, right? Ten or the Fed fund rate was zero, zero. And you know, here's what's funny: is before this time, when Alan Greenspan went to one percent, remember, and this was after nine eleven, he went to one percent, and and it was there for a year. And 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 that was what oh two oh one oh two oh two it went to one percent. By the time the financial crisis and the housing crisis hit, okay, so what four years later, five years later, well it depends on what the timing is, but the Fed's funds 
rate was five and a quarter. Okay, which you say that everyone goes, if, if, if the 10-year note got the four and a half, that's it for, for Wall Street. And, and the funny part is the 10-year note at that point in time was seven and a half. And they said the reason why the housing market collapsed, remember? You remember? Was because Alan Greenspan was reckless in bringing the Fed funds rate down to 1% and left them there for a whole year. That's what they said. And, of course, then the financial crisis came... And and uh, they got they got a whole different message after that. Now we brought the Fed funds rate to zero for almost ten years, but we didn't stop there. No, we didn't stop there. Right? They bought four trillion, well, not quite three point eight trillion dollars worth of debt, right? Again, and remember, we had Operation Twist and Twist Again and TARP. I mean, we had all kinds of, uh, what did they call them, unconventional policy that somehow, miraculously, have created Goldilocks. Yeah. Isn't it great? See? See how good we are? We've manipulated everything, and, and when we weren't able to manipulate it enough, we just kept manipulating it. I mean, we did QE1, QE2, QE3, we did Operation Twist, and then we twisted again, and we had tar- I mean, we had all kinds of stuff. Until we got it right, and we called it Goldilocks. And now we're going to undo it all, and it's going to be great. And really, think about what it was they really did. They didn't create Goldilocks. They want you to think they did. What they did is they put us all at risk. Even more, we had a chance to fix it, right? The financial crisis, the housing market, we had a chance to fix it. Let's break up these banks. Let's get out of leverage. Let's get out of this debt. Let's get back to sound financial policy. They didn't do that. But they claimed to do. They said they did that, but that's not what they did. Right? All the biggest banks are even bigger. We doubled the size of debt. Doubled it. And guess what? It's going to double again now. And they're acting like this was such a great thing. Matter of fact, I heard Jay Powell say, well, you know, we're we're not seeing, you know, signs of, uh, you know, elevated debt levels yet. Uh, Let's see. Student loan debt all-time high. Credit card debt all-time high. Auto loan debt all-time high. I mean, where, where are not the signs? Mr. Powell. And they act like they've done such a great 
service to this country. Ben Bernanke wrote this book about the, the courage to act. Right, and how, how courageous he was. I've decided that I'm going to put us even more at risk. Yes, bully for me. And we sit there and we watch all these people and they talk about, right, what are they worried about? And, and if you hear the people on the billionaire channels on the idiot box, they'll all tell you the same. They're worried about them. They're worried about the Federal Reserve. They're worried, oh my, hey, listen, you guys try to, you know, rate, you try to raise rates four times and it's going to be, it's going to be bedlam, right? Mass pandemonium, chaos, cats and dogs living together. I mean, all of it. And so they come out, and, and isn't it isn't it nice? Oh, well, we, we see three rate hikes. Yeah, that's you know we're reading the tea legs. It's just three, acting like somehow that's the holy grail. They really have no idea because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter how many rate hikes they'd like to do. When you have to sell. 21, 22, 25, 30, 40, 50 trillion dollars worth of debt. It really doesn't matter how many rate hikes you think you're going to need. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, a constitutional attorney, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Following excellent news that illegal immigration is at a 45-year low, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement began a new crackdown on illegal immigration. On Wednesday, January 10, ICE agents showed up at dozens of 7-Eleven stores nationwide to interview employees and deliver audit notifications. The agency claims this was the largest employer-targeted operation since Trump took office. ICE officials said their agents visited nearly 100 stores and made 21 arrests, calling this a warning to other companies that employ illegal workers. ICE Director Thomas Holman said in a statement, Today's actions send a strong message to U.S. businesses that hire and employ an illegal workforce. ICE will enforce the law, and if you are found to be breaking the law, you will be held accountable. This appears to be a new front in the Trump administration's illegal immigration crackdown. ICE agents have made 40% more arrests in the past year, and illegal border crossings have slowed to the lowest in decades. President Trump ran much of his campaign on the promise to fix our broken immigration system and preserve law and order. Conservatives have said for many years that much of our illegal immigration problem could easily be solved by simply following the laws already in place. We are seeing just that. Prosecuting employers who hire illegal workers is often a daunting task. Business owners often insist employees lied and used fake information. 
Many supporters of immigration enforcement have pushed for systems like E-Verify, where employers can more easily check I-9 forms and social security numbers. Phyllis Schlafly supported efforts like these as their implementation met great success in states like Arizona. Businesses that hire illegal workers are a pull factor for illegal immigration, ICE Director Holman concluded, and we are working hard to remove this magnet. ICE will continue its efforts to protect jobs for American workers by eliminating unfair competitive advantages for companies that exploit illegal immigration. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Pageant Radio News Hour, our toll free number 800 951 I've got the special to beat all specials. I know, it's crazy. MS 63 Saint. 1375 That's $20 less than an ungraded one, right? I don't know if you're buying a regular raw state today, $13.95. That's $50 less than anybody in the country that I could find. MS, Mint State 63 Saints, these are PCGS, NGC graded, MS-63 St. Gaudens. The, the cheapest price I found uh, was, what, 1400 and about 25 bucks. If you bought in volume, I saw one place uh, in volume that had it at 1407 But MS-63 Saints, PCGS and NGC grades, Thirteen seventy-five. Right now, gold's down. Uh, what thirteen dollars at thirteen hundred and twenty dollars? It's a great day to be a buyer today. Gold or silver. Uh, this is a what I call one of these made-for-TV events where they act like Jerome Powell's all tough and the Federal Reserve and aren't they great and and they're just they're doing such a good job and we we you know trying to we see three hikes not four. It doesn't matter. What matters is the size of the debt, and not just the national debt, not just cities and states, not just personal and companies, it's all of it. I would not want to prejudge the new set of projections that we are going to be going over in our March meeting. We will be taking into account everything that has happened since December. Isn't that nice? Hey, all right. Why is that news? I would hope you'd be doing that. Matter of fact, should already be done. This is a time when we need to be on alert. So this is the second time, in, and this is the first time that he's speaking, but the second time in, in his writing. He's talked about being alert. 
right? Maybe he had a five-hour energy drink, a cup of coffee, but he's being alert. What's he being alert for? The buildup of either financial imbalances or inflation building up. Now, he had already said that he sees elevated prices across asset classes, so I would think the buildup's already happening. But apparently, I was wrong. See, I was wrong, because he said, and I quote, we don't really see those right now. I don't see them. You know, because these bubbles are so hard to spot. <laughs> the Dow went up 40% in one year. It's not that hard to spot. Gee, uh, probably a bubble there. Remember when housing did that? Remember how that ended? And remember this. Remember, this is how ignorant these people really are. The Fed meeting before it all fell apart, before Ben Bernanke had the courage to act, August 2006, the Fed's funds rate was five and a quarter. And Ben Bernanke was telling people, be prepared for another rate hike. Yeah, they want to forget, right? They didn't see any bubbles. Matter of fact, remember, it was a subprime crisis. Oh, yeah, it's contained. Jay Powell today, we're on alert. I'm looking for the buildup. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking up. I looked down. I looked all around. I, I don't see it. I don't know where it is. You know what? I can't find it. It must be with my keys. I don't know where it is. It's right in front of your face. And this is this is the sad part, right? When did we become a nation that is afraid to tell the truth? When did this happen? Obviously, you created them, but we know. Listen, really, what's really honest is we created a bubble on purpose. We deliberately mispriced the bond market. Why isn't he saying that? Because that's what they did. And now we're trying to to gradually, we still want it to be mispriced. (laughs) We still want it to be mispriced. We just want to misprice it a little less. And see, if we do that, that means we're doing a good job. That's like saying, well, you know, I'm going to lie to you just a little less. <laughs> and somehow that means all great things, right? And this is really, think about it, what Wall Street, Wall Street, want, that's what they want, right? If you're in debt, if you're in these debt, trust me, that's what you want. <laughs> hey, let's not tell the whole truth, right? Let's not, let's not get on a stack of Bible. I wonder if he has to do that. Do you get sworn in there? I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, would, would, would he put his hand on the Bible and tell us 100% that I'm being completely truthful with what I say today? Because I can tell you right now, if I had to put my hand on the Bible and read his words, no way. If you look at financial stability and the situation broadly, okay, broadly now, 
we do see some signs of high asset prices. Well, which one is it? I guess apparently only in the broad sense. Only in the broad sense. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't matter because it sounds good. Right? That way he can say, well, you know, I said that, you know, prices were elevated. We don't see what we don't see is the buildup of leverage among households. Excuse me? You don't see that. Student loans at all time, I'll repeat it again. Student loans at all time highs. Credit card debt at all time highs. Auto loan debt at all time highs. Debt by households at all time highs. What would you call that? To any person with an IQ higher than room temperature would say, that's a buildup. Hey, double, that's a buildup. But in the Federal Reserve, you know, apparently they do things differently there, right? Because a new car, car prices that are on at all-time highs don't create inflation. I mean, that's, that's their logic. MS-63 states, maybe the best deal we've ever run. $1,375. I'm like, I'll say, never seen it before. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Opportunities like this don't come come about very often. You know, we a lot. We're one of the cheapest places in the country. Always have been. Uh, but today to pick up, I mean, Mint State sixty three. These these coins are encapsulated. They come in the hard plastic case and. And they're great. You know, the grading scales is sixty to seventy. These are the Mint State sixty three. Right, right before things get really expensive, and to be able to buy them for less than an ungraded coin, that's when you start buying them. And for me to come out here and tell you, even if you bought in volume, you can't touch this price anywhere else. It's time to pay attention. Thirteen hundred and seventy five dollars. These are the Mint State, what they're called, Mint State 63. They're graded. The two great, greatest grading services that we've ever known, PCGS and NGC, they're the ones that have graded these. $1,375. And when I tell you I've never seen a Mint State, and nowhere close to this price. I mean, nowhere close. In a a normal market, these would be I don't know, fifteen seventy five ish, right? I mean, it could be sixteen hundred easy in a normal market. Uh, Thirteen hundred and seventy five dollars over thirty thirty five bucks, forty bucks, fifty bucks. Uh, most most of our quote unquote competitors. We're going to be at least a hundred dollars a coin less than them, at thirteen hundred and seventy-five dollars eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Listen, I know it's hard, and I don't mean to be critical, but they're just lying. I mean, really, they are. They're either ignorant or they're lying. I mean, it can't be both. We don't see a buildup of leverage among households. What are you talking about? You don't see it. We see the banking system and the financial system 
generally being fairly resilient. What does that mean? Fairly resilient. I mean, you bail them out. (laughs) You got rates down to nothing. The financial stability picture shows at most just modest risk. There's only a modest risk. (laughs) We've only mispriced the debt market for a decade. Just a modest risk. Don't worry. Right? Go back to Ben Bernanke. Same thing. Oh, it's just a subprime crisis. We don't see it spreading. It's contained. Right? Same thing. Same thing. Then they asked about the flattening yield curve. And here was his response. Of course, flattening yield curve always signals recession. That's what it does. When the yield curve compresses, in other words, when the two-year note and the 10-year note get really close together, that's always a bad sign. It is very typical for the yield curve to flatten as short-term rates come up as the economy strengthens, Powell said. (laughs) Yeah, not quite true. Yes, they would get a little closer together. They'd hardly be flat. See, that's kind of the problem here. See, they're already super flat because you've mispriced it. But you are deliberately holding the rates down. And so the short end of the curve, as you were raising the Fed's funds rate, had to go up, even though you were essentially keeping the 10-year note from rising. But nonetheless, okay, half-truth at best there. There's always a risk of a recession at any given point in time. Well, (laughs) yeah, that's true. I mean, yes, you're right. I don't see, I don't see it at all high at the moment. There you go. See, I don't see it. I looked. Just take my word for it. You know, I looked all over the place. I, I don't see, you know, I, I don't see it. Don't see any of these signs that, that we should be worried about anything. I mean, we did it. We're great. 800 uh, just, just remember why you put some gold away. Right? It's a hedge just in case these guys are wrong. Listen, I want to believe Jay Powell. I do. I want to believe. I just can't. I don't believe a single word he said today. I I don't think that he actually believes it. They need to say it. I understand that, right? They need to say it because we don't want to live in reality in America anymore. Right? Just like we don't want to live in reality that we allow big business to give all our jobs away. Just like we don't want to live in the reality that these tax cuts really were just a more corporate welfare. Right? We can pretend that it didn't exist, but the truth is very simple. Wages haven't gone up in this country in 20 years. But don't worry, because there's no inflation either. Right? Just ask them, right? Car prices, eh. That doesn't count. We don't have to pay. You know what? You guys can somehow figure out what a rent equivalent is. And if you can just pay that, then the inflation's not that bad. I don't know what rent equivalent. I haven't been able. I haven't been able to find one. 
Anybody can can uh, call their mortgage company and say, I want to pay the rent equivalent instead of my actual mortgage payment. Let me know. By the way, I, I don't know if, if Powell saw this or not. Uh, everything's getting ready to get... I hate this. I don't even want to talk about it. Your favorite foods may be getting more expensive. You know what? I'll save that for tomorrow. We'll talk about more inflation that they'll tell us doesn't exist tomorrow. MS 63 cents, and I mean, if you have the means, take the time, because you're never going to see a price this good. I would, At least I don't think you would ever again. 800-951-0592. And I'm just watching all these headlines and policies, no signs of inflation. And, and really, it tells you all you need to know. If they're willing to come out, are you kidding me? You know what? A bunch of stuff came out, economic data came out today. I'll get to it tomorrow. But one of them was housing prices. Up again. Not that anyone's buying houses because, you know, obviously we're seeing a slowdown because of the rate hikes. <laughs> but the, the the price, right, because all the all this little houses or all the inexpensive houses all got gobbled up by, quote, unquote, investors. Or all-time record highs. Rents, all-time record highs. Automobiles, all-time record highs. We don't see any signs of inflation. Tomorrow I'm going to do our whole article about, hey, get ready. The supermarket's getting ready to go up again. And let's face it, when they don't go up, all they do is they shrink the size of the stuff in there. How many times you pick up a box that's half empty? <laughs> and they just haven't gotten around to the new box because they still got to get rid of all the old boxes that they had already made, right? So, so they just shrink down what they're putting in it. And they won't even come out and be honest. Nah, we're just going to say we don't see it. And somehow, because they don't, you know, oh, well, it's hard to see. <laughs> the exact, I mean, this is just another carbon copy. And this is, you know, exactly why, you know what, this is why the Federal Reserve needs to end. They, they don't know what they're doing. They're a bunch of clowns. They've manipulated the data. And all of, that's really all they've done. Right. Look at look at unemployment. Look at the Phillips curve. There's nothing wrong with the Phillips curve, by the way. I've looked at it. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> they just changed all how they got to all the data points to put in there. If you don't put in the right data to begin with, you can never come up with the right answer. Quite the end of the day, the thing that's been money for five thousand years. You know why I spend money for 5,000 years? Governments try this stuff and have been trying this stuff for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. They've been trying to get away with it. And it always ends up the same way. It always goes to zero. You don't believe me? Read the book, The Curse of Cash. Of course... They make the argument that it's the greatest thing ever, yet all of them go to zero. Just like the dollar is going to go to zero. But don't worry, they'll never see it coming. Mint State, 63, $20 St. Gaudens gold pieces. 
$1,375, the cheapest price in the nation, and it's not even close. At 800-951-0592, and just as a reminder, Colorado, both Wendy and I are going to be in Colorado on March the 10th at the KHNC Studios. Uh, we're having an open house. Uh, we're opening up an, an office inside the studio there. We're going to be adding a second show up there. Uh, we're going to have a luncheon. It's free, a buffet. Come on in from 11 to 2 on Saturday, March the 10th. Say hello. Uh, in the meantime, keep putting it away. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Tomorrow, we'll recap Jerome Powell, but then we'll talk about all the things I didn't get to. Everyone, take care. Have a great rest of your Tuesday.